Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. I'm Janet Huxley, live from the Dothan Ranch and Farm south of Kansas City, Missouri, at the Crusade Channel News Desk with your news for Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. This report is brought to you by the Epic Times, America's new hometown newspaper of record. Used and endorsed by Mike Church, the Epic Times is journalism you can count on. Subscribe today at crusadechannel.com forward slash epic. Here's what to listen for this hour. House Majority Leader McCarthy says House will investigate Joe Biden for impeachment. Thousands dead following devastating floods in eastern Libya. Significant inconsistencies found in forensic analysis of death in Pfizer's early mRNA vaccine trial. And an amazing double rainbow appears over New York City on 9-11. House Majority Leader McCarthy says House will investigate Joe Biden for impeachment. Our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose reports. The U.S. House of Representatives will open a formal impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden, its most senior Republican has said. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, a Republican, said the inquiry would focus on allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption by Mr. Biden. Republicans have been investigating Biden since they took control of the House in January. The hearings have found no concrete evidence of misconduct by Mr. Biden. This is a risk for House Republicans, and it could have unforeseen consequences for Republicans in tight re-election districts in the 2024 election, since voters could view this as a nothing burger and a misuse of time and resources. For the Crusade Channel, I'm political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. More than 5,000 people are presumed dead and 10,000 missing after heavy rains in northeastern Libya caused two dams to collapse, surging more water into already inundated areas. Tamer Ramadan, head of the International Federation of Red Cross and Red Crescent Society's delegation in Libya, gave the numbers of missing people during a briefing to reporters in Geneva, Switzerland, yesterday. The death toll is huge, she said. At least 5,300 people are thought dead in the Interior Ministry of Libya's eastern government on Tuesday, state media Lana reported. Of those who were killed, at least 145 were Egyptian officials in the northeastern city of Tobruk in Libya, said on Tuesday. A group of researchers are calling into question Pfizer's and BioNTech's early trial data on its original COVID-19 vaccine after a forensic analysis revealed significant inconsistencies between the data in the company's six-month interim report and publications authored by Pfizer-BioNTech trial site administrators. The preprint published on September the 4th showed trial subjects vaccinated with Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine experienced a 3.7 times increase in cardiovascular deaths compared to placebo controls. Accordingly, it's a significant adverse event signal not disclosed by Pfizer when the vaccine was authorized for emergency use. In addition, the analysis found numerous instances where Pfizer-BioNTech attributed potential vaccine-associated deaths to other causes and undermined vaccine safety data. Our quote of the day, each generation is converted by the saint who contradicts it most. G.K. Chesterton and our saint of the day. His name means golden-mouthed, and when it came to using it for justice and charity, he acknowledged no double standards. Coming up, you're listening to Crusade Channel News. 
Hey, my incorrigible bibliophile bros, if you only have time to read one book this summer, well, then go ahead and read the Holy Bible. But if you have time to read two books, then read The Restoration of Christian Culture by John Senior. And for extra credit, if you have time to squeeze three books in, then add The Destruction of Christian Culture by Mr. Senior. All available in our massive book selection at shop.mikechurch.com. Our saint of the day is St. John Chrysostom. Ambiguity and intrigue surrounded John, the great preacher. His name means golden-mouthed from Antioch. He relocated to Constantinople after a dozen years of priestly service in Syria. Ascetic, unimposing but dignified, and troubled by stomach ailments from his desert days as a monk, John became a bishop under the cloud of imperial politics. His body may have been weak, but his tongue was powerful. The content of his sermons, his exegesis of scripture, were never without a point. Some of his sermons lasted two hours. His lifestyle at the imperial court was not appreciated by many courtiers. He offered a modest table to Episcopal sycophants hanging around for imperial and ecclesiastical favors. John deplored the court protocol that accorded him precedence before the highest state officials. His zeal led him to decisive action. When it came to justice and charity, he acknowledged no double standards. Bishops who bribed their way into office were deposed. Many of his sermons called for concrete steps to share wealth with the poor. And the rich did not exactly appreciate hearing from John that private property existed because of Adam's fall from grace. Any more than married men liked to hear they were bound to marital fidelity, just as much as their wives were. Aloof, energetic, outspoken, especially when he became excited at the pulpit, John was a sure target for criticism and personal trouble. He was accused falsely by a number of people. A standout was Theophilus, Archbishop of Alexandria, and Empress Eudoxia, who were determined to discredit him. Theophilus feared the growth and importance of the Bishop of Constantinople and took occasion to charge John with fostering heresy. Theophilus and other angered bishops were supported by Eudoxia. The empress resented his sermons contrasting gospel values with the excesses of imperial court life. Whether intended or not, sermons mentioning the lurid Jezebel and impious Herodias were associated with the empress, who finally did manage to have John exiled. He died in exile in 407. New Yorkers have been moved to tears by stunning footage of a double rainbow arched across the city on the 22nd anniversary of the 9-11 attacks. One resident filmed the colors lighting up the sky from the windows of her Upper East Side apartment on Monday following an afternoon thunderstorm. The most insane thing I've ever seen in my life, she said in a clip, which immediately went viral, quickly registering more than 6 million views. In the video, the rainbows stretch over downtown Manhattan, with one of them seeming to originate near the World Trade Center site itself. Many were left stirred by the stunning scene, saying it was not a coincidence that the double rainbows appeared on September 11th. Two rainbows on the 22nd anniversary, one remarked, of all places, out of all days. Send your news tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com. Stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth.